0: Divorce Devil Episode 157. 157. Today we're talking about our top five or six or seven or ten or twelve uh episodes that we went over recapping twenty twenty three. Yes. Yes, that that one. Only a couple more days. And so uh Rachel's a little fired up today, so I'm gonna let her go first.
1: Um I think when I was the biggest part of this was What's the big thing that people do when the new year comes? They make resolutions, right? Mm -hmm. What's your divorce resolutions? Like, what are you going to do now that you're either getting divorced, in the middle of divorce, or you're post, you know, post signing the paper? That's
0: going to be a positive for you. That's
1: going to, yeah, going to help you in the new year. And I think I was saying to David too whether you're 12 days in, 12 months in, 12 years in, three years in, the topics will come back all the times we talk about will hit you a even different time.
0: years later
1: even years later and i think the defining part of that is each time you're faced with some kind of shitty topic that we discuss and help you through the healing process is easier because you're like you know what this looks familiar and this is what i did you know day day 12 and I lost my shit. I wasn't able to communicate. I was so angry. I did that. And then hopefully 12 months in, you're like, you know, now I'm just going to write the text, but not send it. Delete the text, not send it. And ultimately just send it. Okay. Okay. All right. That's fine. It may not work for me, but thanks for asking. You know, so three years in, this was the first Christmas I had where I didn't have my kids in the morning. So my oldest is 26. My youngest is 12. And it has always worked since my divorce that they were with me in the morning. And one year they weren't with me at Christmas at all. Cause I had COVID. So we didn't, it Christmas morning really didn't exist until like a week later. And then last year it was my turn and he felt bad that I didn't have them that Christmas morning. So I've literally had them every year, you know, for the past three years for Christmas, our first Christmas separated And going through divorce, we actually had Christmas together. So this was a hard Christmas for me. I think I definitely went through the seasonal, you know, depression, all the things that go on. Because I'm the biggest Christmas person ever, and I was not feeling it. Like a couple days before Christmas, my tree got decorated. I did all my shopping. I did a lot of online shopping, but I did most of my Christmas shopping on, like, the Friday, Saturday before Christmas. Mm Um. So, yeah, I wasn't really feeling it. And then it all came together. Everything was great. But some of the topics that we've discussed over this year, I don't think have been in the forefront since the beginning of my divorce. And they're now coming back because people are more comfortable with each other's personalities or this or that. You know, we're integrated better. We have Some melded traditions and, you know, we're still fighting some of the traditions, like try to figure out how that works, not fighting, but trying to figure out what works. Trying to find a safe space. Yeah. And I think one of the things that I know that I need to work harder on is setting boundaries with adult children. You know, Mm. my entire life, I have been. I don't know. The adults have been my nemesis. And now that my kids are adults, I can see some of those things that I haven't dealt with from my childhood with adults.
0: There's a new sheriff in town.
1: Yeah. And Dang. so if if little girl Rachel, when she was 12, would have spoken up to an adult, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have turned out great. Mm-mm. Now, 49-year-old Rachel talking to adults who are my actual children— The traumas that I had from then are coming through now where I'm like, I just want everybody to be happy because there's no fighting when you're happy, right? But if it's fake happiness, where are you really gotten?
0: Oh, it really hurts.
1: So all the topics that we talk about, divorce, yes, is one of those big grief moments, right? And you have to work through each part of it. And there's different stages and there's different types of divorce, you know? we have only been married a year. It didn't work out for us. We're going to get divorced. Then you've been married 24 years or you've been married 11 years. Or you've been whatever. So there's different types and different people involved. And this year is definitely for 2024. I'm definitely going to set better boundaries and I have the tools for it. But when you're in the midst of it,
0: it's, a lot of it's the old habits do come
1: back. So
0: so my thing, uh, my number one or my first yeah. uh, big thing, big thing of uh twenty twenty three is uh unrealistic expectations. Yeah. And I talk speak on that all the time. Mm-hmm. That happens in in uh workplace, yeah. that happens family life, um everywhere. Um and I want to get better with that. I, I want to have more realistic expectations and not so that way when you have unreal when you have realistic expectations you're not disappointed. Yeah. As often.
1: And I think we all want to have that picket fence life, yep. right? But what does that really entail? Yep. That's 1950s thinking. I think you know. So you have to you have to modernize your thinking to actually deal with the different personalities of people that you're around. You know, because in 1950s we were submissive. Women were submissive in the kitchen, doing their thing, having the babies, talking about. home. Yes. That's not working for yes. us today, David. Yes. And we have found Barefoot, our voice. Pregnant. Listen, yes. David. Barefoot. Okay. Listen, I the emails go directly. Don't to be, him. don't so. be writing
0: me. Barefoot pregnant. Yeah.
1: So um David said he would get pregnant if he could Oh yeah, up. do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. That'd be yeah, I would hurt me to stretch
0: my PP to the max. Ouch.
1: Watermelon birth. Damn. Oh <laughs> God. It'd
0: be like alien. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyway, where were we?
0: So my second one, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and jump ahead of you. Go now since you're one. Because that was
1: mine, too. My, mine my, is, I definitely...
0: My second one is uh, 10 ways to combat a narcissist in your divorce or divorce recovery. <laughs> that was a good one. Man, narcissistic is, is narcissist, a big one. a
1: lot of people that listen... Um, that her, that reach out to me like that you know will say mm-hmm. hey that was a great podcast like you know i got a ton from festivus yep. um and people wanting to air their grievances and <laughs> figuring out like
0: they eat the meatloaf yeah eat the meatloaf
1: you know eat, eat, eat whatever you need to but um
0: did they want to get on the pole <laughs> <laughs> the festivus poll.
1: festivus poll. i mean festivus you can pretty much you can live out your inner your inner demons inner, and your inner outer demons, demons. yeah. 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 Um, yeah. The other they they people, just want to go on
0: the fist of pole, yeah.
1: <laughs> just get a picture. Didn't happen unless there's a picture. Um, and that's why I love my growing up. There was no picture uh-huh. evidence, you know. No. Um I think narcissism is one of those things where people don't realize they have a narcissist in their life until something traumatic, like a divorce, a death of this, especially like when there's a divorce, a death, and it's like a parent, and you have all these siblings that want what the parent had, or if both parents gone, well, I'm entitled because I'm older, or I'm entitled because I'm the baby. Like, so I don't think you really understand narcissism until there's a time for you to go, hey, you know what? Wait a minute. I... I don't like how you talk to me or try to control everything that I do or try to manipulate the children or try to, you know, do things. And divorce is one of those things. Like, if you were married to a narcissist, holy motherfuck. Yeah. The problem, too, like, the narcissist always has their side where they're the victim. And you have your side. And a lot of times the people who are in narcissistic abuse relationships, they're the ones going, what does it matter if people believe it or not? I just am away from that person. Yeah. I'm not getting verbally abused or physically abused or controlled or, you know, being made to be submissive or whatever. So I don't think you edge get educated about the narcissism, to- narcissists in your life until you have hit rock bottom because yeah. you're like, I can't survive this way anymore. Or a lot of times narcissists, narcissists are exposed when you're in a group of people, but that's when they're on their best behavior. It's sometimes when they get comfortable enough in a friend group, they get comfortable enough at work or they get comfortable enough with someone in your family. And they're like, you know, uh, that's not how you should talk to your spouse. Uh, They slip up. Yeah. And so because they're always habitual liars, that is the big thing with narcissists. It's always fabricated stories to make themselves look better.
0: That and, um, A gaslighting.
1: Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that grandiose where I am here, I am the top of the tier and everybody else is below me, but I can't let everybody, people think that I'm like, that I'm going to pretend. And uh, most people can see through a narcissist. And, you know, a lot
0: Unless you're living in it. that's a different story. Unless you're
1: in the midst of it, yeah. yeah. And so narcissists produce narcissistic children. And a lot of times when they get into a relationship, it doesn't work. Sometimes you got to say, hey, by the way, maybe you should look in the mirror. And- That, for me, is a true friend. Like, if a friend were to say to me, you know, you think you're nice. You think you're giving someone a compliment, but it's backhanded. And every time you say something to someone or you do something nice, you're expecting tenfold of your kindness. And you will remind a person of how kind you are and how you're just trying to be a part of their life.
0: That's convoluted, man.
1: So, I definitely have dealt with narcissists in my married life, single life, all of the things. And... I just can't believe that people think they're allowed to talk to other people like that. Like I grew up where like you respect everybody until they give you a reason not to. Yep,
0: especially kids.
1: Right. And now it's like, especially if you have a child and you're being a narcissist and that child is starting to show narcissistic behavior, like you're the problem. Like you should be, yep. you know, in trouble somehow.
0: It's right? almost like a, like a virus.
1: Yeah. And it spreads very quickly. And I've yeah. seen a lot of, I've seen both sides of narcissism, but I've seen a lot of male narcissists raise boys to be narcissists. And it's okay to treat the women like that because your dad did it, or that's how you were raised, or you didn't know any better. But if you know better and you're doing that, like you are just a shitty human.
0: Damn. What about um, uh, the top ways of reeling in? The roller coaster of emotions. Remember, we talked about um, right, anger, boundaries, mindfulness, own your bullshit, yeah. the whole face, the, well, the whole face. Well, I think my the whole face, girl, girl,
1: girl.
0: And then professional Actually, help. I
1: think I should say, guy,
0: positive coping Cereal mechanisms, self care. Self care is the number one thing.
1: Oh, that yeah. Yep. I think self care. I think
0: next next is Snickers.
1: I think in a society where a lot of people are very um, what's the word self-absorbent, mm-hmm. that is different than self-care. Most so- self-absorbent person is it's all about me. I need instant gratification. You need to tell me how great I am. I need all the likes. I need all the views. I need all the things. But behind the screen, behind the you know keyboard, most of those people are sad. Most of those people are, have hmm. no confidence. And most of those people are looking for attention because they haven't gotten it somewhere else and they don't care what kind of attention it is. Right. So when some of these what do you call um, uh, influencers, Mm -hmm. a lot of times when their fan base goes behind and you find out like they're they have an addiction to to other things besides fame and all these things. And of course, when you can be on camera and make millions of billions of dollars, who doesn't want to do that? Yep. But the moment that starts to fade, you you find out that they're just regular people trying to fill some kind of void of childhood or something that happened to them, you know, college, wherever. And that attention, whether it's positive or negative, can really affect your self-care. Oh, yeah, and definitely. self-care to me is sit quietly, turning off your phone, reading a book, taking a nap, just doing anything other than social media. Like we did a puzzle the other day and like no one had their phones for like a light to see what the puzzle pieces were like, okay, this is cool. Like turn on the actual light, you know? So our brains were focusing on the puzzle, but we were very aware that we didn't have our, our phones with us. And I was gotcha. like, okay, let's just connect a little bit more. And we did. And it turned out great and everybody had a good time. And I think self care is, Setting these boundaries and learning how to set, you know, reasonable expectations and learning what Mm -hmm. those are for people. Like, if you know that every time you go to your auntie's house, there's going to be a fight over the Monopoly game. Maybe not bring out Monopoly.
0: Oh, no, you got to do it. (laughs) You got to fight. Oh, you got to fight. I'm just saying.
1: But you also have to prepare yourself for that Monopoly game if you do bring it out.
0: So, speaking on that, so the boys came over Christmas Eve. Yeah. And we've never, you know, we get together Christmas Eve, but usually do like a like a fireside chat outside. But it was too windy, so we yeah. stayed inside. Oh, you so mean the blizzard? Yeah, blizzard. <laughs> so we broke out the Uno. Oh gosh, man, people Uno. lost their mind playing Uno.
1: We had a discussion about Uno, how every house has uh, its own rules, uh, and if you actually and that was a thing. If you have your own directions, and if you don't read the directions, can you pile fours on fours what and a, have fifty six cards in your hand? One
0: end? of the wild cards. Dawson made David go outside and run around the house.
1: <laughs> it was crazy, man. It was
0: nuts. Not
1: draw four, but I, drink not to draw four,
0: but, but run around the house with, without your coat. It was cold. <laughs> that was crazy. But anyway, yeah, I, I, I digress. That's
1: called house rules.
0: Yeah, you have to set the house
1: rules. Yo, when Daddy you start ain't running
0: them. around the house, so don't even don't even speak Get
1: to in that. Your
0: skivvies. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Another one, too, that was very, very uh, hard on my mind was 10 Common Misconceptions About Divorce Recovery. So one of them was uh, love and companionship can't be found after divorce. Uh, grief from divorce you will last all. forever. Uh, children can't adapt to a new family dynamics after divorce. ha ha!
1: forever. It, no, it doesn't. Yes, Financial it stability
0: does. is not attainable. <laughs> Jumping into dating quickly after divorce can lead to further complications. That is right, though, man. That so can dating, lead to stale cereal. Yeah, stale <laughs> cereal. Blah, blah. I like I to suck you. your blood. <laughs> um, <laughs> taking time for oneself and seeking support is crucial during the divorce process. Connecting yeah. with others who have gone through a divorce can provide motivation. And advice.
1: Well, and I think so. that goes with any, you know, relationship. When that relationship is over, you get a situation ship. <coughs> uh, you know, I want to be married ship. I want to be, I'd never want to get married ship, right? You get mm-hmm. all these different things in your bay, in, in, the, in the ocean. And then you say, I'm not good enough. Well, guess what? The, the proverbial, there's a ton of fish in the sea. There's one for everybody. Well, it oh. comes, in waves, too. So you have to be good with yourself and know what cereal you actually like and stick with that brand and just try that brand a couple times. Yeah, you got to try a couple I times. I know, but when you're first going through your whole cereal phase. You
0: got to try all the cereal. You
1: got to figure out what you want because you think that you're not worthy now because if your marriage, a marriage that's a commitment, is able to break a, a date's able to not work. What you work. do is you
0: start with that little box, that cornflakes, oh, and then you samples? cut the, you cut it like when you pith the frog. Yeah, like but you biology. can't do
1: that anymore with those bass. You're not like when we were kids. You can just pour the cereal. In. Oh, no, You can't no. do that. It's, it's not the best. God, we're old. Yeah. No, yeah. that was cool when you could just open it up, put can the milk still right in. you
0: pith frogs? You can. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, we can
1: do that in fourth grade at our school. Still? Yeah. And like, I'm always part of it. I'm like, there's the heart and the liver and the this, and this is what happens if you. Bake. Seriously, oh they yeah.
0: can, Oh man, yeah. that's cruel. Fourth
1: and, f- fourth and fifth grade do it.
0: It's a frog. Yeah. Yeah. Th- uh, they're not dead.
1: But you know they don't use formaldehyde anymore in them. They Why? use another something because formaldehyde causes uh, Are they dead? Yeah, they're dead.
0: Oh, no. These were alive. We, uh, we used to pith the frogs, like shove a needle down in their spinal cord and oh, have no. them stretch out and That's cut them open. That's really
1: old. I didn't even do that, David. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, all thanks. the animals
1: I dissected were dead.
0: Already dead? No.
1: in mm-hmm. the stinky formaldehyde. Yeah. You'd have like a headache afterwards, you know, all the things. Yeah, because they don't use formaldehyde anymore. All, cause all the
0: feel Feel yeah. all the feels.
1: Yeah. Mm, great. Mm. I actually dissected a pregnant cat in high school. Mm. And they like ordered them like that. Yep, mm. so you can open up the the sack. But yeah, so one of my other ones that, you know, we talk about too is how do you use self-care? Like self-care is a big, you know, envelope, I guess. Um journaling, podcasting, finding a new hobby, you know, looking outside of yourself. And if you're dating, try different ways to date. It Doesn't have to all be online because yep. most people are just sending dick pics on there. And who needs a random <laughs> dick pic? Because, ill.
0: Let, um, let me let me go back in time. This this is cool. Okay, July fifteenth, twenty twenty three. Rachel's one hundredth episode featuring her top Ooh. five favorite divorce double podcasts of all times. You remember what those were?
1: Uh, forgive. And, and I will tell you. Nope. Giving no fucks. Nope.
0: What? Well, yes, 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 yes. Divorce yes. Double podcast 047, forgiveness. It's yep. for you and the art of no fucks, generals generational curses and forgiveness in order to get to heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, the four-part series of peeling back the onion-like Onions. layers of divorce recovery, one, two, three, and four. Uh Don Diaz, the shit that no one tells you about divorce. Oh, I love that. Uh, divorce Double Podcast 105. Love that. And Embracing the Fear of the Unknown. During either that's the a really pre, hard one too, still, or the post phases of divorce. Yeah, divorce podcast number 120. So you have quite a few,
1: yeah. And I think that that's a big one that I when I had was I would when I was actually prepared, um, moving like looking towards the future, like from from day one when I first met you know my my boyfriend now. I was like, I'm never getting married again because I never want to be that heartbroken, ever again, never. And so when I date, it's only dating for uh, a hot minute, right? And so I had done that. I was in a three-month thing. The whole time we were together, he was lying to me. But in my brain, this was great because there was no commitment on either end, right? He was like, I'm never getting married. And I was like-
0: Until it is.
1: I'm never I'm getting married. It and again, that somebody was. Somebody
0: always falters.
1: And so when Lance and I met, I was done. I was like, you know what? I had paid for a match. I had like a week left. I'm like, you know what? will let me just go on here because I just traveled back from New Jersey telling my family about the whole to-do and all those circumstances and what's gonna happen and where I'm gonna go and blah blah blah. And I was literally the day I flew back in, it was like 1 a.m. And I was like, oh, I paid eighteen bucks. You don't know, have twenty seven dollars in the bank, like.
0: Let me go ahead and see what's let me online.
1: online, and so
0: only the, the creepers. Yeah, plans.
1: the most, <laughs> I, And my 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 comment to him was insomnia or work or a creeper. And he's like, I don't sleep much these days. And then we just talked forever, like we talked for six hours straight. He could have
0: been a creeper. He
1: could have been. Yeah. But in that moment, I'm pretty sure I never felt as safe as I have in most relationships I've ever had. Whether it was knew. parents, you know, like my dad was my best friend, but he had to pick my mom because it was his spouse. And so I, again, my dad was always there for me, but I also knew that eventually he'd have to pick her. Right. Cause if yeah. there was a fight where he was sticking up for me, I'd be the problem now. So then he'd have to stick up for my mom going, your mom's sad, blah, blah, blah. And then I was just like, good. No one else is on my side the most protected I've ever felt in a relationship from day one and I think the things that change are you have to change how you feel because when when Lance and I were first we're like you don't want to get married again I don't want to get married again that's great, cool and now I'm like huh I like this guy a lot and I really have no ties to him other than we live together you know, we don't share a bank account, we don't we do our own thing, but yeah, we pay for things together that involve the house or whatever, groceries mm-hmm. and all. So it came to me like when I go to the hospital, it's like, oh, it's my boyfriend. He's not really my family. He's not really that like but he's on my nick emergency contest. I'm like, hey, you know mm-hmm. what? I consider. I I would love to. It's just I don't know if he's in that space either. No. You know, and, and, and I would never want to, I never want to push anybody push to do it. that. So I think, you know. Right now it's safe. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's, that's good with us. That's good where we are. I think what happens when you're going through this process, you have to, like the roller coaster, you have to change how tight you're holding on. Mm-hmm. Cause if you don't let go a little bit and catch your breath and do the things, you're not going to see the view at the top going, Oh, this is great. And then, you know, you're, You get, you know, the big hill comes. But if you don't look around, you're not really enjoying the ride. You're not really enjoying what's going on. And if you're always constantly thinking about, are we going to get married? Are we going to do this? we Are going to do that? You know, if something happens to me, I got to call my kids or, you know, stuff like that. So I think what happens is you, anytime you go through, you know, taking care of you is a really big, a really hard thing. Because in the future, like when I'm retired, who's taking care of me? Who's, who's looking out for me? And you have to take care of yourself in order to have a successful successful relationship. Yep. And I think looking forward, you have to prepare because I was not prepared when I got divorced. I thought, you know, I lived in a million-dollar home. Yeah. I had all the vacations. I had all the cars. I had all the things. I had everything that people strive to get, and I was the least happy in my life. Yeah. So the future can happen to anybody. You have to be a you have to be a participant in your life because the rug can get swept under you for, in a second.
0: Parting words. We did a lot of podcasts this year, man. We
1: did. I mean, I think my parting words for the new year is do better for you. Don't be a dick, like our beautiful, lovely friend Lisa says. Um, and find your voice, whether it's with that new, you know, that new family that you're in or you're trying to create. Um, with your adult children, with your ex, do better for you and don't expect other people to do better for you. Take care of yourself. And like, when, I don't know who what the saying, how the saying goes, but it's you can't expect people to treat you how you treat others because then you'll be let down every time. Expect more from people and know your boundaries and make sure you're being respected.
0: Wow. All right.
1: We didn't laugh as much, but
0: no. It I was, think
1: this year has been a tough. Oh I yeah, especially man. With the holidays. down.
0: Holidays you know. didn't feel right. Didn't feel the same. Yeah. How many people out there uh, get to us? How many people out there had a strange Christmas holiday season?
1: It's across yeah. the nation. I yeah. have family all over. Is there like, is a like, like a name
0: like of it? You said you called it something last time.
1: Sad or seasonal um, depression?
0: S- seasonal like depression. Or it's fucked like up Christmas.
1: Seasonal F U C um affective disorder fight, fight up it's called sad it's where like up Christmas. it doesn't feel the same um didn't really feel in the spirit last minute shopping didn't really care if the tree went up didn't do all the things and i usually have like a day where we make ornaments and ho- gingerbread houses and then another day where we do cookies and all the things and i had no interest in any of it because i was so tired and actually tired of doing it all and again lance helps but like my kids weren't around or, you know, there wasn't time for everybody because everybody's so busy trying to make a buck because the the economy sucks or gas is too high or, you know, you, you want to buy your kid this present, but it's three times as much as it was last Damn. year. So everybody's feeling the stress. And I think when it really came down to it, we had a great day. Like everybody had fun. We ate great food. We played games. Mm-hmm. We laughed. We, you know, we generally make fun of each other, and they make fun of our accents. And
0: it was totally different this year.
1: This year was we did our normal Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and then we had to have a, uh, the older kids come after. because my son actually worked on Christmas, and he's in tourism, so it's a big tourism day. Um, so three days of celebrating, I'm like, I'm tired now. Can't take down the tree, but I can watch some movies. So, and this is that time between when school break when. Teachers or professionals in teaching are like, what day is it? What, how many naps did I take? Like, I'm Damn. still tired. So yes, I get the days off and I appreciate it. I love that my schedule, but oh, take care of yourself. Yeah. Be 20, 24 needs to be part, like take care of you. Like really make it.
0: 2024, the year of the self. Yeah. There we go.
1: Uh, what animal is it? Self, you. Self. Self. Okay, we'll
0: get it. That's like the the 13th thing on the Chinese calendar, the self guy. I'm a tiger, what are you? Rat. I figured. Wow. (laughs) And the
1: other thing is, over other people's bullshit.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
1: So make people accountable because then if you don't say anything to them and they don't know that you're feeling that way, it's kind of on you too, right? It's your fault. And I'm one of those people. You got a filter. You got a no filter. Use both. Kid gloves. But, Tay, you know what? You really were shitty to me last time we talked and it really has affected how I want to talk to you. Or, you know, maybe we need a break from this or maybe this is not going to – maybe we're a seasonal – thing and i just seasonal really, thing i don't
0: know let's get together be lovers over christmas and then we break up there
1: is that thing where you can like rent a date to go on your holiday things so people. you know oh i mean might been a might have been a hallmark movie that i, I saw i think that but... was a
0: hallmark movie <laughs> damn
1: i think we should make that a thing
0: that should be the next podcast your favorite hallmark so she's
1: not mean to you yes
0: what <laughs> was on with j-lo and oh, uh, oh monster that was a great movie
1: i'm just saying that's oh, tame
0: not not even real life no Okay. compared to my mother-in-law okay. my ex-mother we're gonna sign off but on that same. but thanks for the thanks for listening Monster folks mother in <inaudible> laws team uh we want you guys ho- hope you had a great 2023 we and appreciate you listening we, we don't said. know where you are yep. or
1: what you're doing or who you're with and you know what you're struggling with but hopefully one of our podcasts will help you get through especially this just the end of this year oh, um, yeah. baby steps and we appreciate you you listening and you know Reach so out to our us, ego and, a little bit, and, and once we again a shout out in. out
0: there to Warren Warren G. Yeah, Warren G. Hope you're having he's a good, OG. good Christmas, OG. <laughs> OG Warren. I don't think he's that old. I think he's kind of younger than us. No, I'm just saying he might be your age.
1: Really, I'm you just know? saying like he's the OG listener. Like he's the been first. with us. Yeah. Yes,
0: yes. So. We appreciate you, Warren.
1: And if you have any questions about any of the um guests that we have you know, reach out. um we we hope to do more things to help more people and you know again I love doing this David loves doing it we love coming together and making you guys laugh and we really appreciate you know giving us your time and
0: we are the lucky ones we get to talk to you
1: and if you have a topic that we haven't discussed and you're going through no kidding man I
0: I can't think of any topics but I know there's some out there we haven't touched yet I mean
1: especially you know you youngsters I don't know like
0: even those podcasts over 40 youngsters we can help you too So reach out to us
1: those young 40s
0: yeah, or young thirties <laughs> and twenties. It's gonna
1: be fifty, David. Damn. Damn it.
0: Maybe we need to get you a walker.
1: Mm. All right. Thanks so much, everybody
0: included. out there. Have a good holiday season. We love you. Take care. Happy
1: holidays. Love you. Bye-bye.
0: Bye bye. Bye.